right, we're just gonna start. So, uh, welcome to another episode of Seen by the Credits podcast. Guys, I feel like this has happened pretty frequently. Yeah, look, look at us, look at us go. So, this oh, yay. is the uh, next installment of the Halloween Haunts. Is it ever gonna end? I don't think so. Tonight's episode is Halloween Part Five: The Curse of the Halloween. So we're going to talk about four more movies that are on the Halloween that we have spun. We almost had a clean sweep of just Britney choices, but oh, I, I snuck in there at the end. Uh, you had to ruin it. With the movie we just watched, which I'm not too sure she was too happy about. Anyways. Um, I have many gripes. Got any gripes? Got any gripes, mate. <laughs> okay, so... We ended the last episode talking about a Disney classic, and we are starting this episode with another. First movie up tonight, or in the morning, whenever you listen, is from 1993, the classic movie that everybody has seen, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, cue the trailer. From Touchstone Pictures. T'was the night before Christmas, but in the land of Halloween, it was decided that this year something new would be seen. Surprised, aren't you? From Tim Burton, the director of Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands, comes a motion picture experience unlike any other. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. And what did Santa bring you, honey? (laughs) Rated PG. Coming this month to a theater near you. I mean, kind of like we were talking about Hocus Pocus. We don't really have to go over the plot. What if there's somebody listening who has never seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, I'm sorry. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Thank you. I mean, then all right, go ahead. Go watch it. Go go watch it, yeah. It's a little over an hour long. Because to be honest, um, I hadn't watched it before I met you. Really? I don't think so. That's that's interesting because you're a very big Disney buff. This was not originally Disney. Yes and no, which have, we have talked before. Um, I guess we can talk about that. So um, the movies that made us did a really good job covering this movie, and uh, I've mentioned them before. I'll probably mention them again, so definitely go check it out. This was originally under Touchstone Pictures, which is a subsidiary of Disney. They didn't want to put it out under Disney because, guess what? They thought it was too scary for children. And now, all the kids love it, I assume. All the kids. But they actually edited the intro. We actually polled all the kids. We polled all the kids. And they said that they love it. Right. They actually edited the original intro, and now it says Walt Disney Pictures Presents, which is what it is. But, yeah, stop motion. Meaning, if you don't know what stop motion is, it takes a very, very long time to make this film. They're pretty much taking pictures for every single pose, every single action, every single song and dance and whatnot. But the biggest misconception that about this movie is Tim Burton did not direct it. It is his original idea that he came up with in the 80s while he was still animator for Walt Disney. 
And he also wrote a short story about Jack Skellington and the rest of Halloween Town that was, you know, ended up being inspired by. And then, yeah, he was involved with making the film, but he wasn't the actual director. Heavily involved. Yes, heavily involved. And that's why to this day we just bought something at Walgreens, the Oogie Boogie animated doll. It says on the tag, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, this is his baby, you know. Oh, no, I did want to mention it. The the biggest thing when we rewatched it is I'm shocked about Catherine O'Hara. Like, she she voices Sally. She's in Beetlejuice. And she's in Home Alone. So she's in, like, these Christmas and Halloween classics that will stand the test of time, in my opinion. And if you don't know who that is, she plays Moira Rose on Schitt's Creek. Yeah. What? Wow. The baby. The babies. All the, the ba- bye-bye. All the babies out there. Fold in the cheese. <laughs> Just fold it in. But yeah, this movie never gets old for me because it's it's the age old. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie? Now, that's what funny you it? said that because when it, we spun and it landed on Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, you were unhappy about it. I was very unhappy about it. You just said it never gets old for you. It doesn't get old, but I watched it for neither holiday. It That's was in tweener. I uh, yeah. Actually, but I think you watched it for both holidays. We watched it while going through the turkey door. That's what you said on the last episode. Yes, I did. And you made your turkey sound. <laughs> yes, that's a turkey in distress. Is we had a very serious discussion about three or so years ago about. They go, or Jack goes, to the center of the woods, to all the holiday doors. You have your Christmas door. You have your Thanksgiving door, an Easter door, um, all the holidays. St. Patrick's Day door, I'm sure. Why has he never noticed these doors before? He's seen them. He just wasn't interested in anything else about Halloween Town. Because he, he, he said it in one of his songs. He's bored of Halloween Town now. He, so he did not say, I've seen these doors yeah. before. He said, those doors I've seen before. That's what he no. said. But that's not what so this So you're saying he's about. bored of Halloween, so he goes wandering in the woods? Yeah. In search of answers. Important debate is he goes into the woods and sees all the different doors. However, how did he get into said woods? Because there really should be a Halloween Town door, and there is, but where is it? You never see the pumpkin door. It's very interesting. It's like, there can he just walk from Halloween Town to the woods and find all the other doors? That that makes zero sense. I'm so confused. Something I noticed for the first time this watch is when he's in the woods and he looks up at the the sun. The sun is the is a pumpkin, the jack o' lantern. So I'm wondering if that has anything to do with it. I don't know. I never noticed that before. Like legit, I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know. This is the thoughts that keep me up at night. Yeah. I'm thinking that he enters a main door. No, I don't think there and was he a door. goes into the woods. No, I don't think people go through a door to get to the woods. I just don't think it happened. He wandered to the edge of town. This is this is what Tim Burton did not decide to put into the movie. He just wandered in and found all these other doors. 
I'm so confused. He goes through the Christmas door. He lands in the middle of Christmas Town, like through a portal. It's there's no door that he goes through. Like on the other side, he doesn't he doesn't go come out of a door. Is what I'm saying to get into Christmas Town. He is dropped out of like a UFO portal. This appears in the movie. What is this? That's the Halloween Town door. What is that? That's the Halloween Town door. I've never seen that before in my life. Where was that door? It's right next. It's it's in there. It showed a Christmas tree. The Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Christmas. Halloween. Okay, then if he's in Halloween Town, why is there a Halloween Town door? That's like a shortcut. No. It takes him back to so town. So you're saying, did he come out of that door into the woods? I have a seven-minute video for you after we watch this. Oh, my God. After we finish this. Anyway, so he's in Christmas Town. How do you? How does he get from Christmas Town back to Halloween Town when he was dropped out of a portal? He came on a train. A toy train. There is no train. He came on a toy train. He showed up. There's no train that takes you from Christmas Town to Halloween Town. Yeah. No. It's an express train. Santa... Santa in Halloween Town goes back to Christmas Town using his nose magic, <laughs> his nose chimney magic, and goes through the portal. That checks out. How does Jack do it? Jack doesn't have nose Christmas chimney magic. But he has Halloween Town train magic. I can't discuss this anymore. <laughs> so would you say that it's worth watching the film? Not if you want to be very upset about the doors. Well, besides that. Yes. Yeah, Paul Rubens, Danny Elfman. Nobody cares that Paul Rubens is in this. I disagree heavily. I don't care. He reprised his role, and they did it live on stage in Hollywood recently. That's and great. he got a standing O. He's not a main character, so it doesn't matter. The second film tonight was Britney's pick as well from 2009. The reboot, question mark, of... Jason in Friday the 13th. Did you know a young boy drowned here? The counselors weren't paying attention. He was my son. His name was Jason. And today is his birthday. Please! Please, Friday the 13th. Rated R. Starts Friday, February 13th. Okay, so let's discuss. This is going to be a fun one for me. So. Why is this going to be a fun one? I just like talking about this movie. It's a good movie. Just like talking in general. That's why we started a podcast. So, a little backstory. So, after Freddy vs. Jason, um, they didn't really know what to do with either one. And then they decided, you know what, let's try to reboot the franchise. And I thought they did it in a really cool way. The first 10 minutes of this movie is very, very good. Because they go, hey, listen, we know you know about Jason and his story. We're not going to remake the whole thing about his mom being the killer for the first movie. So we're just going to show you that in like a minute and give you a little backstory. You know, he drowned. His mom was the killer and everything. And then they go right to... This group of, like, you know, 
20 somethings like going around the woods trying to find like weed plants or whatever and they realize they're at Camp Blood Camp Crystal Lake and then Jason goes full Jason on them and there's like a bear trap and then the, the sleeping bag upside down hanging over the fire and there's just so much awesomeness right going on good kills right out, right off the bat and he for some reason this is why does he capture her he doesn't kill her he captures her right that is the one thing i never really got now maybe the whole thing where for some reason she reminded him of his mother now they should have made her blonde right she's a brunette she has dark hair so i mean if if that were the case and she plays she, she plays up on that later tries to and tries to confuse him right so um that being said the opening was amazing but the opening was also kind of the best part of the movie so, so the premise of the rest of the movie is Jared Padalecki Jared Padalecki, I don't good know good job is that how you say it? sure is looking for his sister who is the girl that Jason captured All, he said you know she was out here in the woods a group of her friends have been missing Nobody's helping him. Everyone thinks she like ran off or that she's fine and right. he knows better. He meets up with another group of teenager young yeah. adults it's who funny. are yeah. having some fun at a cabin in the woods. And yes. that's that's where chaos ensues. And insert they made sure they had your typical douchebag guy. And then you had, like, the smart one and the, you know, the stoner and everything like that. And they definitely added nudity. They So, there's the thing about this one. A lot of people don't like this movie because they're like, it's pretty much softcore porn for a majority of it. And it ain't wrong. It gets a little ridiculous at some points. It's like, okay, I get it. They're naked. But, like, can we just go get on with the rest of the film? Um... But good kills. Jason finds his hockey mask. So like that, they like completely ignore the rest of the movies. Whatever, that's fine. Jason's also like I feel like seven foot and like five hundred pounds. He's a very big man. Um, my favorite part about this Jason is he's a bow and arrow. And he's very good. Yeah, when did he pick up that little skill? Yeah, archery. Well, he's got to eat, right? Like if he's yeah. by himself, like in these woods in New Jersey somewhere. But yeah, I mean, he kills pretty much everybody. Um, besides, uh, you know, Jared and, uh, his sister, right? And then they trick him into thinking that the girl that was captured was actually his mom. And then they put him in this wood chipper and he like gets chopped up or whatever. So that was the last Jason movie, 2009. That's a very long time ago. Well, didn't you say there is a reason for that? There is a reason. So, long story, incredibly short. The original person that wrote the screenplay um, demanded rights to the original movie. There's this long legal battle that's been going on for like six or seven years. So, when that's taking place, no new Friday 13th movies can be made and no new um, creations can be made. So... They had a vid- that video game that came out. They couldn't make any. They they could make anything from the from the first. What was it, twelve movies or whatever? But they can't make anything new. 
so they can reproduce anything else they want, action figures, comic books, but they can't make a new story and publish it or anything So then like can that. they just remake it? Um, if it was like shot for shot, I guess they could do that, but Yeah, I guess there's some uh Yeah. Harry situations there. It just stinks because like you got Michael Myers is um they just announced 155 million dollars at the box office. Uh, regardless of how the movie is, Chucky's back, Ghostface is back, and and Jason's well, just maybe one day on the sidelines. So we'll they see. need to figure out their legal situations, and then maybe one day. Yeah, it's just sad. I love Jason. Jason's great. He gets a bad rap. So yep, let's um let's move on to our third movie, which uh, this is a first time watch for me. Not for me. Another one of Britney's picks. So let's get to 2003's Disney's The Haunted Mansion. Walt Disney Pictures welcomes you to the Gracie Manor. Hello. Do you believe in ghosts? How's that? Stay calm. There's nothing to be afraid of. Ah, Be brave. No time to panic. What would be a good time to Lose your head. Uh, that's something you don't see every day. Eddie Murphy. Dark spirits lift us. Hey, I'd really rather stay on the ground. Can I stay on the ground, please? Disney's The Haunted Mansion, rated PG. Soon. Starts November 26th. Anyway, Disney's The Haunted Mansion. Based maybe on the ride? 100% based on the ride, yes. Yes, because I knew that the ride came first. The ride came around in like the... 70s I feel no I might just be making this up or it's some sort of knowledge in my head I don't know but it was Walt Disney's creation that is correct yes and I don't think he was able to see it built I think he had died before it came to fruition that is that is correct I do remember that yes um that's all I got but it was like the, he wanted something like that, like that was like his really big. He was a big plan of his is that that haunted mansion ride, huh? like ride. Yeah, it's a ride. So in Disneyland, it opened nineteen sixty nine, and in Magic Kingdom in um, Orlando, it opened in nineteen seventy one. So yeah, based on the ride, the very amazing ride. I love it. Um, that's why I was very hesitant to watch this movie because just from like face value, it's um, it seemed very corny and campy and like I don't know that like weird like early two thousands Disney wasn't really for me. Uh, they produced some weird ass films. Yeah, around that time, like around. big floppers. Oh, and then Flubber, right? That was around. <laughs> It's around that time, right? Like late nineties. I 90s. loved Flubber when I was little. We watched the first half of Flubber that one day. I was really tired though. <laughs> Haunted Mansion, Eddie Murphy. You've seen the poster or like the probably the DVD at every Goodwill store you've been at. Um, they're a him and his wife are a team of um, real estate agents. Ever's and ever's real estate. Yeah, she said that. I was like, oh boy, you did watch this a lot. Mm, I wouldn't say a lot. I just remember that. And they get. Well, his wife, my wife, his wife gets asked to go to this giant mansion herself. And they all, the whole family ends up going and they go in there and creepy stuff starts happening. 
owner of the property, this charming fella here, was charming fella. he was obsessed with um, Mrs. Evers, and you're trying to figure out why, and it starts to come to fruition. But I you know, already used that word. Yes. So, and you know, Eddie Murphy's doing his Eddie Murphy shtick, and uh, this kid, he has a son that's scared of spiders, and they. His wife, like, gets kidnapped within the mansion, and they find out that he wants to take her hand in marriage because he reminds her of his original love that killed herself, which I was like, oh, my God, there's, they're talking about, like, suicide in a Disney movie. This is a little weird. But we end up finding out that the butler actually killed her to protect his master. So, in order to save his wife... The kids and Eddie Murphy meet Madame Leota, who is very famous from the ride. She is encased in a crystal crystal ball and is a fortune teller of some sorts. Um, in the movie, it's played by Jennifer Tilly, which I thought was very weird and random. Tiffany. Tiffany from, yep, Chucky. Mm-hmm. And in order to save his wife, he has to get a key and he has to find a key to open the chest. It's a whole it's big like a thing. Whole thing. It's a whole right. thing. Then we get near the end, and all the yeah. people are ghosts. Everybody yeah. that works there is a ghost. Um, they're all like trapped in this house. Clint I guess because they have yeah. unfinished business. What? Uh, Clint Howard was one of the ghosts. Sure. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, he's in like everything. Yeah, he is. Ron in Howard's everything. brother. Yeah. What? You wait, 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 are you serious? Ron Howard's brother is Clint Howard. Yeah, that's why he's always in every Ron Howard movie. Apollo 13, The Grinch. Think about it. I don't know all the Ron Howard movies. uh, He directed Solo, Star Wars Story. Clint Howard's in that. Great. Great for him. He always puts his brother in all of his movies. That's so nice. Love brotherly love. Can we get back to the movie? So, yeah, everything ties up, and, you know, he finds yep, out they that. They find out yeah, what happens. Yeah, everything's good. They, and they move on. They give him the house. fine. We'll talk about ratings later, but I would have to say I was a little shocked when I looked up research for the podcast that it was low. Um, get low. Get low, get low, get low. When they found the key and they were returning from the catacombs back to open the chest, there was a section there, a uh, scene with a bunch of, like, zombies coming out of, like, caskets. I was like, holy shit, this is, like, crazy for Disney, number one. Number two, it wasn't CGI. It's practical, like, makeup and costumes and everything, and it looked really, really good. Did we make a Greg Nicotero joke? We did make a Greg Nicotero <laughs> joke. I was like, he must be, he must be in here. <laughs> Pre-Walking Dead. Um, but I thought that was great. I was really paying attention to this movie because I, I wanted to like, give it a vibe. Okay, so Disney thought <laughs> The Nightmare Before Christmas is too scary. Right. And then they start off this movie showing you. Like, they didn't tell you no. they hung, they, she hung herself. They showed you. They showed you. Like, for, for like a second or two. Yeah, probably enough that they can get away with with a PG movie. Mm-hmm. But you're exactly right. This movie came out 10 years after Nightmare Before Christmas. So not that long. Boggles my mind. It it It's crazy to me. Some of the stuff that are like, I just don't get it. You're like, that's not crossing the line? I guess not. 
It's okay because it's Eddie Murphy and there's jokes, Brittany. And it's based on the ride, and nowhere in the ride, I don't think, did anyone say that they killed themselves. So no. we had to have that part in the story? Yeah, it's a little, as you, the word I like to say, kabuki-ish. That's a little edgy. Yeah, I was trying to see if there was any, like... Um, Backlash? Yeah, but it doesn't seem... I think... Boycott... Well, if it came out now, there would be massive boycotts. Yeah, and I look at it this way. um, It's just... In that bubble of, like, late 90s uh, to, like, 2010, it's like you could get away with so much crap on TV and movies. That you cannot get away with now. Right. Like, look look at... I know I talk about it all the time, but look at wrestling. Like... It was ridiculous in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then you had the man show and like all of this other stuff. And like on regular television, it was no big deal. So but I think it's ha- it's going to start happening again, actually. I said in our five years, it's going to get back to that. You can well, say the F word on TV now. Like as your uh, first time viewer of this movie, what did you think? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I would definitely recommend it if you never watched it. It's also a really good background movie. So if, like, you're in a, in a creepy mood, but you don't really want to pay attention, you just want to put something on, kind of set the mood, it's it, it's definitely a Halloween vibe. Um, I just want to mention really quick, when I was looking up everything, I found out that they've been working on a remake for the last 10 years, and it keeps, like, people are dropping out, people are added on, people are dropping out. Um, but as of right now... I'll be in it. Uh, this past September... They officially cast it, Tiffany Haddish, and somebody else I don't recognize. And Owen Wilson and Rosario Dawson just joined the cast, and Danny DeVito also just joined the cast. So I'm like, okay. Okay, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. So I'm really pumped for that. So maybe in the next year or two. I feel Hocus Pocus remake will probably be next year, and then I guess they'll push us for the year after. Yeah, so let's get to it. Mm. The last movie we're going to discuss tonight that we just finished watching. My first pick of the night from 2002. The, the Ring. Before you die, you see the ring. Everyone. You see the ring. You see the ring. The ring. PG 13. Okay. Well, I will say that last night I had a really hard time falling asleep. You know, it's like Sunday night syndrome. Well, I guess I'm not getting sleep tonight either. <laughs> This was the second movie that I know Brittany would never agree to watch. Normally, if I was just like, hey, I'm going to put the ring on, she'd be like, no. I'd be like, I'm out. We've never watched this movie together. I haven't watched this movie in probably 15 plus years. I've probably only watched it once. Yeah. Back when it first came out and everyone was watching it. Oh, when we were talking about the, um, The the grudge a little bit last time. Yeah. Wow. The I t- the ring was like even bigger. Oh, the ring was huge. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like, and everyone was making like I uh, like I said when we were talking about the grudge, like everyone was like prank phone calling each other with the, the seven days crap and yeah. it was ridiculous. Well let's let's get into the plot a little bit and then I actually have like some really fun facts about this. It is really hard to explain the plot of this movie. Let's do basic, basic, basic. Because it basic, gets basic, 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 crazy basic. near the end. It does get a little crazy. So basic, basic plot. And so we find out very near the beginning that there is this tape going around. If you watch said tape, and it is a VHS. 
so it's way dated. <coughs> um, kids today probably don't even know what that is. If you uh. watch the tape, you will die in seven days. Don't know why, don't know how, it just will. As soon as you watch the tape, you get a phone call. The phone call tells you that you're going to die, I guess, because do we actually hear anybody what they say on the phone? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe in the sequel. Um, so it starts out with <laughs> Naomi Watts' like, niece or something. She dies... So she's like this reporter. She's trying to figure it out. She finds the tape. She watches the tape. So all the things are starting to happen to her. She has an ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, baby daddy, who also works in her field. I guess he's like photographer, videographer. He's into like graphics and stuff like that. He watches it. They're trying to solve it together. They're trying to figure it out. And then... More into the movie, the son gets a hold of the tape, and the son watches the tape. So now they're can even... We, can we pause for a second? What's up with that kid's hair? Uh, that kid was just creepy. I was staring at his hair the entire time, and then the only thing I could think of was, somebody watched Sixth Sense recently and was like, give him Do the haircut. Do you feel like... I said, what is up with his eyes? Or what is up with his face? I couldn't figure it out. It just... It looked like he had bags under his eyes like yeah. he was not getting sleep they did that purposely that was good i don't know i said between that and the hair they made they made him look creepy yeah well yeah, job well done um so yeah the son eventually watches the tape as well so um naomi watts and guy are even more motivated to figure out how to stop this curse from happening they are on the hunt. They find they like very closely look at the the videotape, um, and like r- print pictures. They're trying to figure out where this is taking place. They find a lighthouse. They research where where everything is happening. Um, it brings them to like a ca- um, not a cattle ranch, a horse ranch, and basically they find out. That husband and wife had a horse ranch. They wanted a child. They could not get a child. So they adopted a child from somewhere. They just randomly come home with a child named Samara. Samara is the one that everyone knows is in the well. And with the hair. hair, She comes out of the TV. Everybody knows that scene. That's actually the one scene that I remember from the movie. And I knew that was going to happen. That was, I have to say, still very good. It Good? Like, does it look good? The quality was good. The effect was good. I'm not even trying to think about it right now. Okay. I'm so creeped out. Do you know that that little girl then goes to voice Lilo and Lilo and Stitch? That's amazing. <laughs> That's a. I try to think of her as Lilo. That's like a roller coaster ride. I think so. Did you get my joke? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I forgot where I I went off well, on a tangent. I, would and I just forgot say, where I was going. Yeah, so you uh, figure out. They, yeah. d- they figure it out. Basically, the mother puts, like, she she takes a plastic bag over the kid's head, throws her into the well, and she dies in the well. Guess how long she lasts in the well? Seven days. She tries to get out. There's claw marks on the inside of the well and, like, nails, her fingernails from where she was trying to claw out. Basically, the curse k- skips Naomi Watts. She survives. They find Samara's body, and they call the police, and 
they're going to bury her as a proper burial. And the curse they thought was broken. Right. Uh, haha, JK, it uh. wasn't. She kills the baby daddy. Yeah. Yep. And they're trying to figure out why. It was basically because she made a copy of the tape and then showed it to him. Right. That's what you have to do to break the curse. So at the end, we're seeing the little boy make a copy of the tape, and then he has to show it to someone. So he c- they can break the curse, and he doesn't die. Basically, she wants more people to see the tape. Like, that. that's the whole curse of it's it. Kinda, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of messed up. So I said I had some fun facts. You did a very good job, by the way. In order to advertise promotional material for the ring, the video of the curse that's in the movie was played into late night programming over the summer of 2002. So you'd be in the middle of watching like, I don't know. No, fuck that. <laughs> right? No. And here's the best part. They won't even m- reference the film. So it wasn't, oh my God. it wasn't like they're like the ring coming to theaters or whatever. It just played it. And the best part is, and this is why I need to find a VHS copy. Physical VHS copies um, actually have the video before the movie airs, so you can watch it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done with this. Uh, Last thing. Before the movie came out, Paramount made actual VHS copies and distributed outside a movie theater and even placing tapes on the windshields of people's cars. I just throw that shit away. But if you think about it, it is the, like, whoever was in charge of that. It's amazing because this lore of this, oh my gosh, did you see this video? And then they have a movie about it. And then I actually, it wouldn't work today as well because of like the digital, you know, revolution and everything of Facebook and Twitter. And, you oh, mean meta? Oh, yep. Yeah, sorry. I looked that up. on. I, can... I was just fact checking my, um, my thing about Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. It's, it's confirmed. It's confirmed? Correct. And that's funny because didn't Lilo and Stitch come out like 2003? I think. 2002. Wait, wait. The same year she was the girl in the ring, she was Lilo? Yes. So she was like going back and forth, like doing it's a horror movie. Creepy. And then going like <laughs> to Disney? Wow. I'm actually like having heart palpitations like right now. Are you, are you serious? Because of the movie? Oh my god. Oh my god. These ratings? Yes, get the ratings. Let's get to the ratings. So, first up, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas from 1993. Rated PG. You can find it, obviously, on Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's crazy. But, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I love the movie. Um, I sense there's something in the wind. So, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to say. We both love this movie. It it always works. Um, I'll watch the rest of my life. I love the movie. Every season. That's right. All right. Up next, Friday the 13th from 2009, Rated R. You can find it on Netflix and on HBO Max. They're on both Ooh, right now. Ooh, two different platforms. Yeah, 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's so low. It's very low. Um, I don't think it should be that low. I don't know why it's that low. I guess um, it could be the boobs. <laughs> I'll, really quick. We saw this in the movie theater when it came out. 
It's me, Britt, and two for two of our friends, and in front of us is like two kids, and I'm talking like what nine, ten? Yeah, right. definitely like elementary school age. Yeah, they should not be have there. been seeing this movie. And I but get they it. Came, they came with like a parent. Yeah, I I get it. It's a hard, it's hard and stuff like that. But I think the parent was like, ah, crap, because there was so there was so much nudity. So, so inappropriate. Kid goes to the bathroom, which I think he went with a parent. Kid leaves. Other kid stays. And the kids were actually really well behaved. Yeah, they remember. were. So when other kid comes back, he's like, oh, my gosh, you missed it. Jason was so mad. <laughs> and we started dying in a room. It was so funny. Because we were laughing. Jason was so mad. We were laughing so hard. We oh. just always say that now. So, yeah, it's been since the movie came out. It's oh, Jason's so mad. Is Jason's like it's Jason. So, All right, can we move that. on? Yep. Uh, third movie is uh, Disney's The Haunted Mansion from 2003, rated PG, and you can find it on Disney Plus. Thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> People do not like. It's like after Beverly Hills Cop, nobody likes any Murphy, and that's that's a shame. Was that like around Doctor Doolittle? I think it was after Doctor Doolittle. Okay. I think that's really low. Um, I would say it should be at least 30 to 35%. Yeah, I think that's a little bit too low, but, I mean, it's not great. It's not great, but it's not over CGI. Oh, I thought it was going to be nothing but CGI. I really thought it was going to be like that, and it wasn't that much. Last but least, The Ring. From Last but least? For you, <laughs> right? The Ring from 2002, rated R. It is now streaming on Paramount+, Plus, which we just watched it on there. And a very good and respectable 71% on no, Rotten that's Tomatoes. that's way too high. <laughs> I think it should be a little lower. I think it's because it, it relates to general concept. Now, it is a remake. Uh, we didn't talk about that too much. It's a remake of a book and of a movie from Japan. From I think the book came out in the early 90s, and the movie came out in the late 90s. So, it's not even like it's an original idea. They, no, I felt like they... Added too much. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you? Why did? Why did the horse need to do that? Right. I guess to explain why the horse the was horse, scared. The horse farm. Remember, like it. They talked about how all the horses started to die, and they would like throw themselves into uh, the ocean when uh, Samara came. Oh, and so the horse could sense Samara because of the curse. I guess the horses could sense evil yeah. or whatever. Okay, well, I guess that works. I don't know. But I, I feel like it's a situation where they maybe took a lot from the book and just kept taking things from the book. Maybe. It was a two-hour movie. Like, it was still... All right, so that is our fourth movie. So we have um, only one more episode. After Four this. more movies left. Four more the movies. Yay! And then I get to move on to my holiday. So, what is the first movie for the next episode? Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. I see dead people. Yeah, it should be interesting. It's. Uh, it's one of those movies where you watch it once and you know the ending, and now you like. <laughs> I don't even think I fully watched it once. What? Because I don't like movies like this. Okay, and we're doing back to back. Great. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, um, 
Like and follow us on Facebook. Like and follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me at the Great Bridge on TikTok. Yeah, well said. Thank you. And uh, we'll we'll see you next time. We'll see you at the movies. That's right. The movies in our living room. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair.